Hallelujah. We bless the name of Jesus. Uh, For whom all blessings flow. Bless the Father. Amen. Heavenly Father, we do humbly request that our understanding is open in the name of Jesus, that you'll speak to us your words of truth, that we would understand your word and apply it to our lives. We bless you for the blood, the sacrifice, the atonement that Jesus made for each and every last one of us. We give you glory for all things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. How are everybody doing? You know, we, we live in a time where... Um, you know, in order for people to bring about positive images, positive natures, positive attitudes, now, there's a feeling and a notion that it's not important. Um, to dwell on things and to talk on things that pertain to evil. It's almost like the assemblies today have adopted a, a hands-off attitude in informing the people about the enemy of our souls. Now, the Bible makes it clear. It makes it very heat. You know, the word makes it very, very clear that we are in a war. Um, the war is best expressed in the Old Covenant and understood in a natural sense in the Old Covenant. But it's those who are filled with the Holy Spirit to get the spiritual perception and a spiritual understanding where natural understanding has nothing to add at all. Uh, the things of God are spiritually discerned. And you have to be born of the Spirit in order to know them and discern them. Uh, we always seek uh, to bring a positive message, but however, you cannot experience anything positive in your life until you remove the evil influences out of it because it is the evil influences and the lack of change of mind that brings about the destruction and the oppression of the body and the mind. And the reason why we are being destroyed, at least, God's word says, and I'm inclined to believe God's word over anybody's. Uh, he says his people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Now, since he uses the word destroyed, uh, that would only stand to reason that we need to pay attention or at least look into and search into the things that would destroy us. And very little attention is Put on that in the time we're living in today. And it's only when you start dealing with those things that are destroying you is when things begin to look positive, if I can use that word. Amen? So in order for the body to advance and to be enhanced, we have to bring out the enemy and expose him to discerning minds so that you may see his tactics. Because the enemy has just about skated and skirted these last 2,000 years untouched by the people who say that they are disciples of Jesus Christ. 
And the reason being is because everybody else has the devil, but the devil is not in you. And, of course, when everybody has an attitude, nobody then has a devil. You understand what I mean? Or enemies or devils that are influencing. That's what Jesus did. He came and he exposed that enemy. He exposed him, made a show of him openly, and he triumphed over him. And then not only that, the disciples in the early assembly continued on with the same notion, the same teaching of exposing the enemy. And somewhere along the way, you know, time is an ally of deceit. Um, we've instituted programs, higher learning, higher education, um, and all that and religion has replaced what we should be as the people of God. So we're going to go into the covenant. We're going to learn even more so, so that we can have a positive outlook. But make no mistake about it. There must be a change of mind. Amen. I've learned over the years as a preacher that people, believe it or not, actually have a love affair with evil. They have a love affair with the enemy uh, because they protect the enemy through ignorance. You see, if people really did understand, if they really understood that we are in hostile environment and that we are engaged in war, whether you want to be engaged or not, is irrelevant. Either you are a casualty or you're a soldier and you're gaining victories. And the majority of the people just is content to be casualties. You know what I mean? Um, I don't like being a casualty. I don't like being down. And so I have to fight the good fight of faith in order to not be down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is this making sense? But many um, are still protecting the enemy through ignorance. Because see, some way, somehow, whenever you get reproved, rebuked, corrected, or instructed, this same nature that has deceived the people since sin came into this world. And we've been born with this nature. Um, this particular nature makes us think that when we prove correction, instruction, and rebuke come, that I'm personally being attacked. And nothing could be farther from the truth. That's the reason why people don't do good in holiness churches. That's why people are always looking for churches of their choice. Because they go to places what they like. What I like. Not what's good for me. What I like now. And it's amazing how that when you have a taste of an assembly like this. And you, you get this good Holy Spirit teaching. And how that the Holy Spirit allows us to expose the enemy of our soul. It's amazing how that all of a sudden your understanding opens and you begin to see the enemy for who he really is. And what he is standing for. You know, the enemy of our soul. It is amazing when that happens and you develop a time frame to where you are constantly fighting and warring against the enemy. 
and you're gaining victory, you're gaining peace, you're gaining understanding, you're getting closer to Jesus, your love for him grows even more every time he delivers you. Is that not true? It's amazing after so long a time that the enemy has got a drawing board that he's been working on. He's drawn your fall. And the only way he can do that is get your mind. Because wherever the mind goes, the body goes. Mm -hmm. And so after a while of this attack of the enemy, he somehow convinces the mind that this way is not too good no more. And he does the same thing he did with the children of Israel. He presents Egypt back to them. And when he presents Egypt back to them, he presents uh, a way. And some people, a lot of people bite on it too, brother and sister. He'll go, wasn't, wasn't it so much easier and wasn't it so much better when you were in the world? You didn't have all this to worry about. You didn't have all this to deal with. No, that's because you were in ignorance and you didn't know that. You have become accustomed to oppression, accustomed to heaviness. You understand what I mean? And when you were in ignorance, you were not informed that there was a war going on. And so he does the same thing that he has always done, try to go back and sell the people the very bondage that they come out of. Just like he did our people Israel. He took Israel and, and he reminded them of how plush it was in Egypt. He reminded, and the one thing that he, boy, that they loved was the leeks, the garlics, the cucumbers, and the melons. That was his selling ploy. That was a, something he interjected into their minds to get them to voice hoping they could get somebody else here and then we could draw back. And then we can say, well, we know God just like everybody else does. He hasn't stopped one bit, brothers and sisters. So people get weary. They do. But the Bible says, be not weary in well-doing. For in due time you shall reap if you faint not. If. That if is in there. So we have to get control of our minds. Amen? So we live in a time of positive self-image. We pride ourselves on our independence. Uh, we try to make ourselves happy. But when you do all this, you're not prepared for the storm. When you do all this, you're not prepared for war. It's good to have those things. But you need to have those things once you have reproved and revenged every disobedience and you have your mind made up to be obedient to the word of God and as a tribe of Israel we are just few in number we are but few in number and so I hope tonight some way somehow that through this little short um, example I'm going to give here that you'll see the reason why that myself and the elders, we kind of get, and the people of God, we kind of get in an uproar whenever one person sins. Now let's take this thing back to the understanding. It was by one man that sinned, and that sin, and that transgression, that disobedience, came unto all men. All men were judged 
by that one man's sin. Believe it or not, God did not change his judgment. We're going to go to Joshua, the seventh chapter. And we're going to see this. That's the reason why we do everything we can. And we can't not, you know, go into your home, put a video camera on you, and watch you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days out of the year. We would hope that the Holy Spirit would regulate you. Is that all right? Are you following me? Because, you know, the Bible says that one sinner can destroy much good. Is that right? So we have to ready ourselves for the battle. Amen? And in the body here, because we are a body. Are you following me? When one person sin, that can bring guilt and destruction upon the whole entire body. Not only can it bring guilt and destruction, it can also destroy the whole entire body. And the way God did things was, in the old covenant, if, if one person sinned, and we're going to learn this through this example right here. And I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll talk more about it as we go on though, okay? Joshua, over in the sixth chapter, along with Israel, had just got finished at the battle of Jericho. They had only rescued Rahab and Rahab's family. Because that was the promise they made, uh, the, the, the spies made when they came and they spied out Jericho. They were uh, fingered by God for destruction. All right? And God told the people you could take the silver vessels, the gold vessels. There are certain things you can take. Are you following me? But there are certain things you don't take. All right? Of the spoils of war. And in Joshua 7, listen very closely. And we're going to read this thing, and I hope we really, really listen. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. Now, how did the children of Israel do this? The trespass in the accursed thing. Now, notice, when we read this account, only one man did this trespass. But God is including the children of Israel. You know the reason why? Because if you allow sin, you allow it to flourish and stuff, one, one person may do it, nobody reproves, nobody corrects, the person doesn't repent, come to the knowledge of their own self, turn from their wicked ways, that means everybody with or without knowledge is walking in agreement. Because God looks at Israel as one. We are one tribe here. I cannot, we cannot police the household of faith. That's why he gives pastors and elders and everybody. So we, and you know, you can see what job we have with our own selves and then with the body of Christ. And it is a job. So, but the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing for Achan, the son of Camry, and the son of Zebedee, and the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing. Now, we've often talked about this, cursed objects, cursed things, you know what I mean, Whenever, especially when we're doing deliverance teachings, you know, removing things out of your house and stuff. 
And that's the reason why here we get certain things taken away from us because we seem to forget that we can't allow cursed things into the home. You know, you understand what I mean? And so we have to purge ourselves. As a people, as a 100% whole, we're pretty weak. So we have to be, the leaders have to be strong. They have to be strong enough to, 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 make, to make commandments, to make laws as we go. Because we're dealing with things that have not, that wasn't even created back then. New things are coming up. And so we have to judge as we go to what's acceptable and not acceptable. Of course, if somebody's on the contrary part, the wrong spirit, they'll say, well, they're controlling me. Well, if you control yourself, you don't have to worry about nobody controlling you. And besides that, nobody's going, you ain't going to let nobody control you anyway. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm very serious as we, we go on forward about us allowing not only evil spirits to continue in us after all these years of deliverance. Serious about it. This should not be. There are certain things we should be delivered up never to repent of again. That's what Jesus' blood is about. Amen. That's just the way it is. Hallelujah. And let's see how God deal with this thing, all right? So anyway, in Zerah of the tribe of Judah, they took of the cursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. Now, was it kindled against Achan, or did he say the children of Israel? Children of Israel. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to Eli, which is besides Beth-Avon, on the east side of Bethel, and spake unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Eli. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and smite Eli. And make not all the people to labor thither, for they are but few. You understand that? In other words, we don't need everybody on this particular campaign right here. Let's just take a few people and we can take care of these people. All right, but watch this now. So there went up thither of the people about 3,000 men, and they fled before the men of Eli. Isn't that something? They, they, they did what? They didn't overcome now. The question to us, now where is the God of Israel? Because, you know, they usually don't go and fight anybody unless they got approval from God. When you get approved from God and God say, go up, man, hey, you know you got the victory. However, there's something wrong, something seriously wrong, and we're going to read on. And the men of Eli smote them about 30 and 6 men. They killed 36 men right off the bat. For they chased them from before the gate even unto Sherebam and smote them in the going down. Wherefore, the hearts of the people melted and became as water. Who'd ever thought that you take this kind of host to go against that little bitty country that people would be, their hearts would melt within them and then they would lose 36 men right off the bat and then end up running from them. Isn't that what happens when we try to go fight battles? Especially in this spiritual battle and we end up losing and then we end up running from the very enemy we should be conquering. 
We even got the Lord with us, the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And Joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth. Is that something? Upon his face before the ark of the Lord until the eventide, he and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all bought this people over Jordan to deliver us into the land of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and to dwell on the other side of Jordan. O Lord, what shall I say? When Israel turn up their backs before their enemies, for the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it and shall environ us around and cut off your name from the earth because God's name is in his people. And what wilt thou do unto thy great name? And the Lord said unto Joshua, get thee up, wherefore liest thou thus upon thy face? In other words, what are you doing crying on your face? Israel have sinned. Who sinned? Israel has sinned. Isn't that something? I ask one more time, who sinned? That's why we can't afford nobody in here sinning. Living in sin, practicing sin. We got to keep the Lord favor on our side because he will turn us over to our enemies for a whooping post for us. Don't, if he did it then, don't tell me he's changed. Don't, don't, don't receive this sloppy grace that these other people have done. Think you're going to get away with it. You ain't going to get away with it, saints. One person can't sin. See, that's the reason why things seem so grievous sometime in the spirit and it seems like all eyes on you because you're sinning somewhere. If you're just doing that which is right, you don't ever have to walk, walk around looking over your shoulder. Amen. Amen. My, my question I asked often to myself, I said, can't people get out of their selfishness enough and stop thinking so much about themselves and think about the body for once in their life? Can you think about for once that because you're a part of this tribe, whatever you do, whether here, out there, no matter where you go, whatever you do, and, and we as the leaders and the people of God don't reprove you, don't rebuke you, don't correct you, don't find about, don't you know that you're working on bringing evil upon us? And sure, you expect, yeah, I get angry at sin. Outraged. I know the reason why I get outraged. Because I know the judgment of God. You should hate it just as much as I do. Amen. Watch this down. We're going to see what God did, right? 11 verse, Israel have sinned and they have transgressed my covenant which I command them. For they have taken of the accursed Thing. Notice, God is speaking in the plural. He's not speaking in, in individualism. One person. Singular. First person. No, he's not. He's speaking as a Israel has sinned. We know from hindsight it was Achan that did it. We know that. But we're looking at how God has taken care of this situation, okay? The, the one who 
is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Watch this. And have stolen and dissembled also, and they have put it even among their own stuff. Y'all hear this? Therefore, the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies. See the reason why we have so many problems? Enemies of our soul. Hmm? See the reason why we have so many soulless problems today? Because remember, he's giving us an example of what happened in the natural now. And of course, you know when Jesus came and he, he shed his blood. Are you following me? Which we'll get to that part and show you um, what he did. We should be a whole lot more thankful and a whole lot more grateful. Because then God was allowing Israel to stone their own people. Yeah, he was. The one who you say you love. And because Jesus saw that we needed a savior, we needed to be redeemed. We needed someone who was pure, who could atone for our sins. Now God will let us live out life and hope that you come to repentance. Giving us opportunity. Now, that's why people are suffering diseases, sickness, mental problems, oppressions, breakdowns. Got to have pills in order to sleep when you're supposed to have peace from God. Drugs on every end. To aid you so you can cope. Somebody needs to stand up and tell us the, the way of God. That's what I do. I'm going to keep on doing it too. Because as for me and my house. And y'all just happen to be my house. We are going to serve the Lord. So I'm not looking for agreement if you're with it or not. We ain't got to worry about it. Your disagreement. You pretty soon you'll be gone if you're in disagreement. But if you with the house, we're all in agreement. I don't want Satan to destroy this tribe. Amen. Hallelujah. Therefore, the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies because they were accursed. Why? Because they bought something in among them that was accursed. Notice. He did not say just Achan. He said Israel. You hear that? They tried to go fight a battle. Had their rear ends handed to them. Lost. Even had men die because of one man's sin. One man's sin. Hmm? Neither will I be with you. Look what he says. Anymore. Except ye destroy the accursed thing from among you. Up, sanctify the people and say, sanctify yourselves against tomorrow. There's a word for tomorrow, tomorrow here in the old covenant. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, there is an accursed thing in the midst of thee, O Israel. Thou cannot stand before thy enemies until you take away the accursed thing from among you. And in the morning, therefore, ye shall be bought according to your tribes. And it shall be that the tribe which the Lord 
taken shall come according to their families thereof, and the family which the Lord shall take shall come by households, and the household which the Lord shall take shall come man by man. How would you like it if somebody in your family decided to sin and then all of you is going to stand on the carpet to get stoned? That's how serious this is. And it shall be that he that is taken with the accursed thing shall be burned with fire and all that he hath because he hath transgressed the covenant of the Lord and besides he hath wrought folly in Israel. Y'all know who's doing talking here? This is not Joshua. This is the most high, the eternal who's the same yesterday, today, and forever who never changes. That's the reason why we need to understand his ways. Are you following me? Because when we understand his ways, then we'll know what to do to please him. And I told you, I, I tell myself all the time, God means what he says and says what he means. Don't let and look out among people and think that they're getting away with anything. Nobody is getting away with nothing. Hallelujah. So Joshua rose up early in the morning and bought Israel by their tribes and the tribe of Judah was taken and he bought the family of Judah and he took the family of Judah. Is that right? He took the family of the Zerites and he bought the family of the Zerites man by man and Zebudad was taken and he bought his household man by man and Achan, the son of Camry and the son of Zebedee the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah was taken. And Joshua said unto Achan, isn't that amazing how the man of God had discernment? My son, look how he approaches him. Give, I pray thee, glory to the Lord God of Israel and make confession unto him and tell me now what thou hast done, hide it not from me. And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and thus and thus have I done. When I saw among the spoils of the goodly Babylonian garment and the 200 shekels of silver and the wedge of gold of 50 shekels weight, then I coveted. Isn't that something? Hmm? Then I covered them and took them and behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent and the silver under it. <coughs> now we're seeing, see, this is what we have today. See, if we get caught with the goods, we confess and stuff, you know, we're, we're, we're ready to forgive. We're in a different dispensation of time. But we're ready to forgive while we watch you. You don't get to go back in the same order instead the way you were as far as um, um, confidence, trustworthiness, and strength. We're going to watch you to see if there's any fruit that is on your tree. And see, people don't want to be watched. That's the reason why we don't need to learn the way of the heathen saints. Are you following me? But see, 
wouldn't it seem like that God would be merciful? I mean, David quotes all over and over again, God is merciful. Plenty is mercy. Isn't that right? Don't it seem like God would be merciful in this? Seem like God will withhold his hand since he confessed. Well, let's see what he, let's see what happened. All right. So Joshua sent messengers and he ran into the tent and behold, it was hid in his tent and the silver under it. And they took them out of the midst of the tent and brought them unto Joshua and unto the children of Israel and laid them before the Lord. And Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, the silver and the garment of the wedge of gold and his sons and his daughters and his oxen and his ass and his sheep and his tent and all that he had and they bought them unto the valley of Achor. And Joshua said, now mind you, he took all this, took everything and now he's taking everything that pertained to him, goods, wealth, everything. Took him to a valley. Can you imagine what's going through Achan's mind about now and Joshua said why hast thou troubled us the Lord shall trouble thee this day and all Israel stoned them with stones and burned them with fire after they had stoned them with stones who stoned them the people did And they raised up over him a great heap of stones unto this day. So the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger. Wherefore the name of that place was called the Valley of Achor unto this day. God was merciful. He first started off by allowing Israel to be destroyed. But when Israel repented and put away the evil from among them, them that transgressed and sinned. He killed the transgressor because the wages of sin is death. He flat out told you. He knew the commandment, thou shalt not covet. What did he do? I'm sure God's playing games. He don't really mean what he says. So when God was writing this thing, he's letting us know the goodness and the severity of the Lord, how he is not playing with nobody, brothers and sisters. God is no respect of persons. He means business. And the man admitted that he coveted. I wonder how much covenant goes on around here. Hmm? Think about that for a second. It's one thing, you know, I'm very good about reading these stories and stuff, but I'm more interested in what's going on in our hearts. It's easy for us to alleviate ourselves from judgment and stuff by, you know, looking at this and go, oh, boy, they sure didn't mess up. But where are you messing up at? What are you doing that's, that's doing your best to try to bring evil up on straightway? Our little tribe. See, that's how I look at it. It don't do me a lick of good to sit up here and read these stories and then not be able to apply it to us today. I can sit, boy, they messed up, all day long. They ain't going to do us no good. Not a lick of good. It won't do us no good at all. Romans 5, 19. Come on up here, brother Ed. Cut that mic on real quick. I got a couple of scriptures I want you to read. Y'all got that mic on? Romans 5, verse 19. You ready to read, brother? Hallelujah. Read, brother. <clears throat> I'm letting y'all into my thinking process. 
For as by one man's disobedience. One man's what? Disobedience. Now, is this written in the old covenant or the new covenant? In the new covenant. For us by one man disobedient. Read on. Many were made sinners. Many were made sinners. We talked about that earlier, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Did we not? Read on. So by the obedience of one. So by the obedience of one, and that was Jesus Christ, the one man was Adam. And by the obedience of one, the Lord Jesus Christ. Read on. Shall many be made righteous. See, now we're made righteous by, because one man decided to be obedient. Mm -hmm. Even unto death. The death of the cross. The death of the the death of the stake. Cursed everyone to hang on a tree. And because he died, he gave us access to not be stoned. He gave us access to not have that judgment executed as speedily upon us. He gave us access that we don't have to build an altar when we sin. How grateful and how beautiful it is to hear these words to those who understand. The sacrifice that the king of, the, of glory did. That's why when you, when you trip, fall, transgress, sin, you can have godly sorrow and get to your knees and turn from your wicked way. You work in righteousness, that's accepted with God. You know the reason why? Because of what he did. Jesus. Because without him, we don't have any righteousness. 1 Corinthians 12, 26. Are you understanding that? See, under the old covenant, judgment was executed speedily. Now this thing, let's put it in proper order. Here's this grace. Here's this grace that everybody's talking about that they don't understand. See, the way they present it to you today, the grace is give you a license of sin. And no matter what, you're still going to be forgiven. No blood is still required for every transgression, every disobedience. Because for every transgression and every disobedience, there will be a just recompense or reward. And only happiness, peace, contentment only comes when we are obedient to the will of God. <clears throat> if you're in a disarray, you have mental problems, you don't feel like you don't lost your mind, you got all this mess still going in your head, you need to check where you're transgressing. Praise God, because the peace of God that passes all understanding is supposed to be ruling in all our hearts. Amen. Give no place to the devil. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Read on brother. Ed. And whether one member suffers. So if one member suffers. Is this in the old covenant or new covenant? New. If one member suffers. I'm not talking about you suffering because you can't make um, ends. Or you can't make um, understanding of what's going on with you personally. We feel you suffering. Because you ain't delivered, you let everybody know. Like a spoiled brat child. Look at me. How many times you been prayed for on that? When your obedience is fulfilled, you get sick and tired of it. You don't have to go back and revisit that again. You don't have to be a pawn for the enemy in his chess game. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. That's how that's work. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Start again. And whether one member suffers. Whether one member suffer. All the members suffer with it. See that? Isn't that something? Isn't that amazing how if one person in here is affected, it just throws a bad spirit throughout the whole body. Everybody can try their best 
to, to put on Christ, to be happy and glorious. But, you know, there's, there's a, a, such a connection and unity here. We can tell that something's going on. And you know what's amazing to me? When you're going through something, you don't care that nobody knows what's going on. Especially if it's something on the inside. Because when your mind is twisted, warped, perverted, and distorted, you don't care what the body is suffering. Amen. And see, that's the perversion of the enemy. Yeah. That's Satan himself. Sure. Masking himself, sporting himself. Amongst the body of Christ. Which we supposed to be keenly and acutely aware. To make sure we submit ourselves to God. So we resist the devil and he stays away from us. Amen. We have to keep ourselves in a high state of ready. Our equipment always ready for battle. Am I making sense? Am I making sense, saints? Mm -hmm. Sound good to me? This is a spiritual war we in. See, thank God, if, let's just tell the truth. All of us would have probably been stoned to death in Israel. No Some of us probably would have got the message after the first stoning, and we'd have walked circumspectly. We wouldn't have bought falling in Israel. We wouldn't even been a fool. We'd have, oh, Lord. See, this grace that the Bible talks about, the grace of God that brings us salvation, have appeared unto all men, teaching us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. What did Achan fall after? He coveted worldly lust, that we should live righteously, soberly, and godly in this present world. Looking for that blessed appearance. Amen. 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 Ain't that the truth? That's true. Read on. Or one member be honored. So if one member is honored. All the members rejoice with it. All the members rejoice. Isn't that the truth? So you see somebody being honored. Don't that make your heart do good too? I am ecstatic and happy whenever I see a saint of the most high overcoming. You know the reason why? One reason why I'm ecstatic is just one of the reasons. It's not the main reason. One reason why, because I ain't got to put up with your oppression no more. <laughs> goes, Lord, have mercy. <clears throat> and believe me, I don't spend all that time thinking about it either. I got better things to do. I got, first, I got, I got to work on myself. Amen. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I got to get in, brother. Oh, I <laughs> Amen. I, I, just, I don't believe in this sloppy, greasy grace where everybody's going to slide right on in. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I believe in uprightness. <clears throat> Sanctification unto holiness. Hallelujah. And believe it or not, you know people hate to be sanctified and hate to be holy today? That's the most opposition we get. I was talking to people, who was I? I was talking to Sister Carol. I said, what in the world? I mean, I could understand if we were promoting sin and people just want to, <clears throat> you know, run away. But when you're working on putting away sin, iniquity, and transgression, why would people want to stay away? Seem to me that a person would feel with the Holy Spirit, that would be the place you want to go to. Amen. No? Amen. That's right. All right. Hey, um, 1 Corinthians 10.6, and then we're going to go to Acts. 1 Corinthians 10.6. Now these things were our examples. Watch this. What were our examples? That story we just read, that account we just read, that was a real true account of Achan. Is that right? Read on. These things were what? Our examples. They were our examples. Why? To the intent we should not lust after evil things. So we should not do lust after evil things, just like they did. 
See, this man was so selfish, so inconsiderate, that he thought that he could bring an evil thing right amongst Israel and think God wasn't going to judge the Israel for it. We see this pattern happening all the time, all the way from Adam up to that point right there. And we still see it now taking place. See, that's why I told you, this American way and this sinful mindset that we have bought over to conversion and stuff, it has done deceived us. Big time. Even to the point where it actually thinks it can sport itself amongst the people of God who are working on being holy. That's why we preach and teach the way we do. Because believe it or not, if you're not at peace, the majority is at peace. And we like it. I like it. Hallelujah. And you should be more considerate about the body of Christ rather than your own self. Amen. Than to go out here, whether it be naturally or spiritually, and bring something that's going to defile the camp. Amen. Am I making sense? Right. Are we with the book? Mm-hmm. That's why I keep asking questions like that because we don't want to get you to get to the party and they answered him not a word. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Acknowledge the truth. Hope to be godly. Isn't that right? Amen. Praise God. What was we at? First Corinthians 10? Yes, sir. Read on. As they also lusted. As they also lusted. Read it again. Read it again. Listen to this. Now these things were our examples. What troubles us more than anything? Read this verse right here. Read on. To the intent we should not lust after evil things. And should not lust after what? Evil things. What causes division in the body? When everybody on the same same sheet of music, is there a division? No. No. Ain't no division at all. See, America has made you think that you can have your independent mind. We're supposed to have the mind of Christ. You are no longer your own. You have been bought with a price. The precious blood of Jesus Christ. That's That's what the book says. And the Bible teaches you need to glorify the Lord in your bodies. See, Israel. Israel. You know, one first thing, one of the first things we did when we come to the knowledge of truth of deliverance is, is we did a natural house cleaning. Because we didn't want to have any doorways for any spirits to have, gain access. Hmm? Now we got to do a spiritual house cleaning. We've been working on that for quite some time, hadn't we? Hmm? And for those that have been in a while, so we, we should be just about close to being done. Not completely done, because there's always going to be some intruders trying to finagle and waggle their way in, but, you know, it shouldn't take all that to get them out now. You know what I mean? If, you, if they try to, you know what I mean? A bug will always fly in the house. A fly will fly in the house, and you know what to do? You got to kill him and get him out, ain't that right? That's what, that's what you should be dealing with now after all these years. Not the new folks. Now, I'm telling you, y'all new folks, I ain't never seen nothing like y'all. Y'all ain't got no demons, no nothing. I mean, man, y'all need to teach me. Y'all do. Don't get no deliverance, no nothing, boy. Y'all teach me, please. I need help. I say that to all you folks out there who carrying on all this hell, acting like you sanctified and defiling the body of Christ because you refuse to be sanctified and purified and holy. Earlier I talked about defending the devil. Amen. Oh, Acts 19. Amen. 
Look at this. We're going to start at verse 8. This is right after Paul had got finished um, going to Ephesus. Now, he's in Ephesus. And that's the reason why it's good to read Ephesus in light of Acts 19. Because it's some of the same old mess that's going on even over here in the New Covenant. Start at verse 8. Read on, brother. Listen to this. And he went into the synagogue. Paul went into the synagogue after these people had received the Holy Ghost. Read on. And spake boldly for the space of three months. Three whole months. Read on. Disputing and persuading. Now, he wasn't getting along with. He was disputing. You understand that? And so, you know, we got all these nice polished preachers today, soft spoken and stuff. You never see a dispute out of them, do you? Oh, Lord, have mercy. And they see somebody ruffle on the edges like me come, then the first thing popping these people's mind, what's wrong with him? They forget about the message and they look at the delivery. Then they judge the delivery rather than the message. That's sad, isn't it? Read on. Disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom concerning of God. Concerning the kingdom of God. Come on. But when divers were hardened. Woo, a whole bunch of people hardened. Read on. And believed not. And believed not. But spake evil of that way before the multitude. Notice they spake evil of that way before the multitude. Now let's put ourselves in this. Mm-hmm. Do not people speak evil of this way? Yes. Before the multitude. See, this is why I call it reality preaching. Because I like, it's one thing to see it on the book, but it's better to understand it with where you at today. That's what makes the impact. Amen. That's what brings the discernment. You know, because not only do I want to be holy, I, it is my ambition, dream that all God's people be holy. Every single one. I want to see everybody in here. Name written down in the book of life. We all go into the kingdom. It'll be a joy to see every last one of your faces. It really would. But it's going to take more than what the output is right now. It's going to take more of a dedication. Hallelujah. We're in a war now. Hallelujah. Read on. He departed from them uh-huh. and separated the disciples. Uh-huh. Now look at this. When he seen that there was a disputing going on, the first thing he did was got the disciples out of there. Didn't want them to be tainted by all that mess. Read on. Disputing daily in the school of one tyrannus. Tyrannus. Isn't that something? Ain't that something? Now watch this. We know about the seven sons of Sevier, right? Now we're going to skip on down to verse 18. Read, brother. And many that believed came. And what did they do? And confessed and showed their deeds. Confessed and showed their deeds. Now look, the people are not getting stoned now. Right. Achan did confess. Yes, he did. did he not confess, brothers and sisters? Yes, he did. Now you want to know, well, well, what's the difference between the old and new covenant? You're getting it firsthand right now. He confessed. They, they confessed. Show deep. Read on. Many of them also, which used curious Curious arts, arts read on. Brought their books together. Their books together. Because that's what they learned them out of. Read on. And burned them before all. Burned them. See, that's a pure sign of repentance right there. Read on. And they counted the price of them. Uh-huh. And found it 50,000 pieces of silver. Man, you can give me that silver and spend all the money on that mess. <laughs> Isn't that right? But 50,000 pieces of silver? That's a lot of shekel. That's a lot of money. Read on. So mightily grew the word of God and Ah, key. That's how the word of God grows mightily and prevails when people repent. When they get rid of all the wicked ways. That's how the word of God prevails. Because all it takes is one person to hinder the, the word of God here. Just one. One sinner destroy much good. See, when people 
when they repented, they turned from their wicked ways, so mightily grew the word of God, and it prevailed. Hmm? Hard for the devil to get in. Hard for the devil to cut a fool. Isn't that beautiful? I think that's beautiful. Let me see where else we want to read that. Hmm. All right. Hey, let's go over to the 23rd verse. Let's read about this riot for a minute. All right. You read some and I'll read some, okay? I'll start off reading and we'll let you bring it on home so you All can right. shine, okay, brother? <laughs> Amen. At the same time, there arose no small stir about the way. For a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith, which made silver shrines for Diana, bought no small gain unto the, the craftsmen. Isn't that something? Whom he called together with the workmen of like occupation. Let's see what their intent is. And says, sirs, ye know that by this craft we have made our wealth. Moreover, ye see and hear that not along at Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, this Paul have persuaded and turned away much people saying that they be no gods which are made with hands. So that not only this, our craft is in danger to be set at naught, but also the temple. You know, good and well, they don't care nothing about the temple. All they care about is those shrines they make with their hand that's going to bring them gain. They use in the temple as a means to stir up and incite and enrage the feelings of people. That's, that's a hook, hook statement right there. It inflame them even more. All they care about is a craft. They don't care about temple too much. Lawyers. Isn't that something? So that not only our craft is in danger to be said at naught, but also that the temple of the great goddess Diana should be despised and her magnificence should be destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worship. Man, he is laying it thick, isn't he? And when they heard these sayings, they were filled with wrath and cried out saying, great is Diana, the God of the Ephesians. Isn't that something? And the whole city was filled with confusion. And having caught Gaius and Archelaus, men of Macedonia, Paul's companions in travel, they rushed with one accord into the theater. And when Paul would have entered in unto the people, the disciples suffered him not. Now, all oh, Paul, get back. These people done gone crazy. Now, uh-uh. Paul wanted to go in there and set the record straight. Is that right? And certain of the chief of Asia, which were his friends, sent unto him, desiring him, that he would not adventure himself into the theater. No, Paul. Don't go in there. Some therefore cried one thing and some another. For the assembly was confused and the more part knew not wherefore they were come together. Some people just, man, there's something going on. So somebody else, it's like somebody be hollering, hey, great is a God. Great is a God, man. And other people, I don't know, we're going to join one part of it, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just show up, you know. Don't want to miss out. One part on this other part, and other people just, I just go, I'm, I'm, I'm here. There's something going on. Don't want to miss it. We're making history. That's intelligence, brother. That's <laughs> 
And the more part knew not well, therefore they were coming together. Why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm here. <laughs> and they drew Alexander out of the multitude of the Jews, putting him forward, and Alexander beckoned with his hand, and would have made a defense unto the people. Read verse 34 on, Brother Ed. But when they knew that he was a Jew. When they knew that he was a Jew, watch this. All with one voice about the space of two hours cried out. Even what? Great is Diana of the Ephesians. You know the reason why? This man's a Jew. We're, we're Gentile heathen Greeks, boy. We ain't going to listen to this Jew. So we see this Jew trying to calm us. Man, forget you. Two hours. Can you imagine hollering that for two hours? I can imagine when you see the way some of these fools act at these football games. They'll sit out there in freezing sub-zero weather and stuff cheering for their team. TV seemed better than me. Amen. Wood stole warm house. <laughs> Sitting down reclined. <laughs> Shoot. Isn't that right? Read on. And when the town clerk had appeased the people. Now the town clerk had appeased the people. That's something the town clerk. Politician. Elected official. Want everybody to know. Read on. He said, ye men of Ephesus. Uh-huh, you men of Ephesus. What man is there that knoweth not how that the city of the Ephesians is a worshiper of the great goddess Diana? Man, don't you know everybody know this? Read on. And of the image which fell down from Jupiter. It fell down from Jupiter. Isn't that something? It fell from Jupiter. Read on. Sing then hey, what are you, hey, 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 no need laughing. Look at all these churches with all these statues in it. Amen. Crosses, naked angels, naked baby angels with wings on them, trinkets all over the place, medallions, or statues of Mary, statues of Jesus. You go in a black church, Jesus, black with afro. You go to white church, he got a white pitch on with long hair. You go to Asian church, he got chink eyes. You go, man, you go all of Jesus, whatever people want them to be, boy. It's a shame. People come in here and go, man, we know that. No, we don't have no idolatry in here. There ain't no idol. You ain't going to find no idols in this place. That's true. As we surround you with the word. Amen. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful, though? But these, the people today are no different than these people. None whatsoever at all. That's why we make sure we're different. But see, now listen, your, your own homes, your personal dwelling places, they, they've got to be clean. Because a lot of things that you probably got in there is probably what's still affecting you. Probably still messing with you. Because they got such a soul tie, they are tied up with you and, and there's such a, you know, stuff. Covetness. Got y'all whacked out in your head and mind. Can't find no contentment. So I'll be doing good until I say something like that. Anyway, go ahead and read, brother. Seeing then that these things cannot be spoken against. Hey, hey you, you know Diana's great. You know she fell down from Jupiter. Ye ought to be quiet. That's a big old sky to be falling from Jupiter, though, isn't it? <laughs> read on. You, he said, y'all ought to shut up. Just be quiet. Read on. And to do nothing rashly. Don't do nothing rashly. For ye have brought hither these men, uh -huh. which are neither robbers of churches. You ain't, these men ain't robbed no temples, no churches. Read on. Nor yet blasphemers of your goddess. Isn't that something? Read on. 
Wherefore, if Demetrius and the craftsmen which are with him mm -hmm. have a matter against any man, uh -huh. the law is open. Now, this man knew who stirred him up. Two people joined together in one verse, one voice stirred up all that crowd. Corn Dathan and a beer, just two or more, gathered together, and you don't even have to do in his name, just in contention, stirred up all them people. Just, hey! Some people don't even know why they were there. You know I mean? All people know why they're there. Other people just join in. I'm here. What? Hey, man, what are we here for? I don't know. <laughs> see, people ain't changed a bit. People ain't changing one bit. You'll see people, man, I remember when I was a heathen and stuff and fights be going on and stuff and people would come over there, boy, and, and, and I mean, some people are just crazy because get you have about 25, 30 people fighting at one time and some people just see somebody start swinging and hitting folks and stuff. They don't even know why they're there. And then they get hit all of a sudden, oh, you hit me, oh, put on the show, like, I was smart when something like it went on. I was real smart. All that confusion going on. If I'm swinging on somebody and I'm getting some hits and stuff in, and I got ideas, somebody, I kept my peripheral up and, and I always made sure that there wasn't anything behind me. So some people see in the fight, and then next thing you know, police come take a report, everybody got story tell. And ain't nobody no story tell except the people involved. Read on, bro. And that heathen stuff, I'm so glad God delivered me from that mess. It's so stupid. I look back at that stuff, I said, man, you got to be one of the dumbest men that ever lived. You're just an idiot, ignoramus, boy. Just, can you imagine, can you imagine taking a camera, this was your life, and then look at some of the foolishness that you've done and you thought you were bad. You dumb, stupid, ignorant thing you wanted. I, I wish I could just jump out and jump into the field and hit myself inside the head of baseball bat. <laughs> Dumb, stupid thing. Just a tool of the devil, brother. I know what you mean. Me. Yeah. Me too. Just a fool. All them mad accounts showing out. About to barely have an aneurysm. Getting all toe up and stirred up. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad. I am so glad Jesus lifted me out of the miry clay. Amen. I look back at that stuff, man. It is so stupid. I mean, oh, praise God. Praise Jesus. Come on, brother. I got to be one of the dumbest men ever lived, brother. Got to be bar none. Bar none. Me and Adam running close. We running close, brother. And there are deputies. Let them implead one another. In other words, when they, hey, let's take this thing to the officials. Let's take it, let's take it to, the, to the police, to the deputies, and let them take it. Read on. But if ye inquire anything concerning other matters, mm -hmm. it shall be determined in a lawful assembly. Then we're going to take it to court. Read on. For we are in danger to be called in question uh -huh. in this day's uproar, there being no cause whereby we give an account of this Concourse. And when we had thus spoken, he dismissed the assembly. And that's how all the assembly heard all that. Now where all they fire go. Mm -hmm. 
ain't even got nothing to talk about no more because remember one part didn't even know why they were there. <laughs> the whole point in this is to see that these people, when they repented, they didn't get stoned. God stoned, hey, told Israel, you just, you know, God always charged Israel with removing. The time he stepped in was when he opened up the earth. Letting people know again he mean business. That's why, brother and sister, it takes a changed mind. Are you following me? Mm -hmm. And hopefully, more than anything, as a body of Christ, closely knitted, framed, joined, framed together, joined together, this is the way we should be. As a body, we should protect our own selves first to make sure we protect the body from the devil, from the enemy, so that we don't be destroyed. All it takes is just one. How did God answer that over in Judges 7? Israel have sinned against me. He ain't looking at us as just one individual, brother and sister. Look, these people went off the wall thinking they could take care of this little bitty thing right here. And when they all of a sudden their heart melted in and they lost 36 people from this little bitty, little bitty opposition right here, who they supposed to easily overcome, they knew God wasn't with them. We need to start checking ourselves why God isn't with us in certain aspects. Amen. We just got finished reading on New, new Covenant. Was one member of the body, 1 Corinthians 12, 26. One member of the body, did it suffer? All. We do, brothers, says we feel it. And I'm, you know, I, hey, look, even over here, Israel, there's people being cut off. See, people today are not dying so quick naturally. They're dying spiritually. That's why he teaches us walk in the spirit. If you be led by the spirit of God. You are the sons of God. You see what I mean? Amen. Read brother. And whether one member suffer. One member suffer. All the members suffer with it. So we need to police ourselves. Make sure that we keep ourselves in good strong working order. So the body don't suffer. Because the enemy is, all he needs is just get, get, get one person. That's the reason why we preach and teach the way we do, brothers and sisters. See, and then after you have fulfilled the will of God, you can have your love, your joy, your peace. And, and come on back in here and get ready to get talked to again like this. Amen. So we can get the victory. Amen. Amen. We gotta understand, in that world, preachers are afraid to talk to people. They really are. They're afraid to talk to people. Mm -hmm. And and the people, they're sitting up here saying, I just want somebody to shoot straight with me. Amen. I remember when we was up there in Colorado and I was hearing these heathens talk. I, I, I like going to that church because they preach the prosperity, man. So I like that. And I said, since when can you serve God on what you like? I said, that's why God ain't there. Because they get mad at you. You know, it make no difference to me. They're me at all. Salt. Don't mean to be, but somebody got to tell the truth. It may be the last time he ever hears since he don't like. But I like. Isn't that how we do it? No, I love Jesus. 
Yeah, I do too. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry for that, though. I am sorry, but I'm not sorry for that. I love Jesus. He's sweet, and I know it. How you know? You know how I know he's sweet. Cause he forgive me of all of my sins. That's why I serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, but I am a grateful saint. You know the reason why when I get to glory, I can sit up there and run up and down that throne doing like this? Huh? Because I won't ever get tired. <laughs> See, I got foreknowledge of that. I will be so happy. One day that's going to be a present reality. And everything that we lived for, stood for, and then died for is going to be worth it all. Because he who promised cannot lie. Amen. Cannot lie. Amen. Ain't God good. Amen. Give us so many blessings. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ain't God good. He gives us so many blessings undeserving. That's what we are. We are to love and a little more today and a whole lot more tomorrow. Oh, ain't God good to give us so many blessings undeserving. That's what we are. We are to thank him, love and praise him a little more today and a whole lot more tomorrow. Blessed be to your holy name, Jesus. Our Father, we thank you for your words of truth. We pray only these sins sink deep down in our heart and we will bring forth fruit. There's meat unto repentance. We glorify and honor your holy name. Thank you for the Holy Spirit ruling and reigning and abiding with us. We pray continually, Father, to show us our ways so that we don't transgress and grieve the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your blood. We give you the glory for all things. Thank you for your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all have a good night, saints. Be encouraged to King coming.